Good afternoon. Thanks to God for a privilege to see another beautiful day. This is Law Farm, and I am Inegunese Perfect Light, your host. Thanks for tuning in today. Well, today we'll be looking at an exciting and intriguing topic that uh, cyber crime. I hope you enjoy and learn a lot from today's episode. Thanks for tuning in again. Stay tuned. Yeah, cybercrime. What do we mean by this? Uh, it is a crime committed over the internet or a computer-oriented crime that involves the use of a computer and a network. It happens within the cyberspace or in a world of computer and internet. Now, cybercrime has become a global bombshell. Computer-oriented criminals are getting smarter and the impact it has on society is severe. It is a threat to lives, governments, properties, and the economy. These are the targets of cyber criminals. Now, the internet, of course, has made the world a global village. Communication, financial transactions, businesses, and even governmental agencies have gone digital. Everyone is using the internet and depending a lot on the internet for smooth operation and easy and fast communication. Millions of people are making money via the internet. Nonetheless, cyber criminals have their eyes on various individuals, businesses, and governments in order to carry out their evil act and extort money or have control over their target. It is lucid that we, in one way or the other, depend on the internet for various services. Everything is now computerized. But is this really a safe venture? Cyber crimes are getting worse and governments and non-governmental organizations need to work together to oppose this widespread crime. Now, not just governments, but nations need to work together to ensure the internet is a safe wall to lean on. Now, there are various reasons why there is cyber crime. Now, we're going to look at these reasons one after the other. Cybercrime, especially in Nigeria, is uh, unemployment. Like in Nigeria, the percentage of available jobs and job seekers are not in any way proportional, and even the ones employed are considered underemployed. And this is why so many Nigerian youths seek for alternative means to earn a living. Now, another reason is uh, information technology. This has become the business of the day. It's important and the effects are far-reaching to set aside. Therefore, frauds are constantly targeted at the wealthy in the society or foreign victims. Another reason is the free travel protocol granted by ECOWAS Treaty, that's the Economic Community of West African States. It makes it very easy for criminals to migrate and make conspiracy. Also, they are weak cyber laws or law enforcement mechanisms. Now, I think these are the reasons for cybercrime, especially in Nigeria. We move further to uh, the different cybercrimes or classifications. Now, there are various kinds of crimes. 
let's look at them one after the other different cyber crimes we have as spams, phishing, scams, social engineering, spoofing, tampering, etc. Now, spam is done in form of sending multiple unsolicited commercial or useful mails to an individual or text messages. It can be sent to a large number of persons or posted in a large number of places. Now, this is done so the individuals may out of weariness from bulk messages sent approval to the scammer without realizing because the message was most likely unread. Now, there's also phishing. Phishing is a case where an individual is sent fake or deceptive mails by a scammer in order to have the individual reveal confidential information like usernames, passwords, credit card details, and so on. There's also identity theft, fraud, social engineering. That's still the same. It's what we call Yahoo Yahoo in Nigeria. Now, this is concerned about convincing the user to disclose their passwords, card number, etc. by impersonating a bank, a contractor, or a customer. Now, this usually involves the psychological manipulation of a victim, like the scammers will earn your trust first before going ahead to take from you. For example, they involve in uh, multiple transactions with you and all those transactions go smoothly. But when you make a big deal with them is when you see them disappear. It's very, very common. Now, there's also another kind that's spoofing. Spoofing is uh, masquerading as a valid entity by falsification of data like IP address or username in order to gain access to information resources that is unauthorized to obtain. There's also tampering and this is the modification or alteration of data like modifying a company's computer system in order to siphon transaction data or planting surveillance capability into routers. Uh, there are cyber crimes also targeted against property. Now this involves the transaction of harmful programs such as virus or denial of entire service in cyber crimes against the government. And the major kind under the cyber crime against government is uh, cyber terrorism. And this is when individuals or international groups threaten a government or terrorize its citizens. Now this is done in order to distort or access stored information on the computer and their network. There's also cyber extortion. This is when a website, email, or computer system is hacked with repeated denial of service, like the hackers demand money in return for promising to stop their attacks and offer protection. We have also cyber stalking. Now, this is essentially using the internet to harass another person. People leave a lot of personal information online, and such can leave one vulnerable to cyber stalking. So it is important or like say advisable to take extra security measures like making sure your social accounts are private there's also drug trafficking <laughs> it's another kind of cyber crime yes another kind of cyber crime it involves the global trade of substances which are subject to drug prohibition law 
these traffickers usually make use of the dark net or private net just to you know share recipes of their drugs and make their transactions also people who are timid who cannot really face uh, <laughs> all those drug cartels you know they go under the dark net to make transactions there's also malware now these are viruses worms trojans and other software that get into your computer without your knowledge they infect the computer system and destroy vulnerable information now trojans are used to perform salami attacks salami attacks which works on financial data note salami attacks work on financial data now this causes small amounts of assets to be removed from a larger pool yeah so move over to the next segment cyber laws in nigeria stay tuned cyber laws there's only one legislation in nigeria i think that is directed towards cyber crimes now that cyber crime act 2015 now there's an harmonized cyber crime security bill as a 2011 i don't know what has been done with that but there's cyber crime act presently which is very very much in use so we'll take a look at a few of the provisions one of its provision is that it prescribes death penalty for an offense committed against a system or network that has been designated critical national infrastructure of nigeria that results in the death of an individual that's amongst other punishments for lesser crimes also it gives the president the power to designate certain computer system networks and information infrastructure vital to the national security of nigeria or the economic and social well-being of its citizens as constituting critical national information infrastructure and to implement procedures guidelines and conduct audits in furtherance of that now designated systems could be transport communication banking systems etc it also provides that hackers, if found guilty of unlawfully accessing a computer system or network, are liable to a fine of up to 10 million naira or a term of imprisonment for five years. That's depending on the purpose of the hack. Now, the same punishment is meted out to internet fraudsters who perpetrate their acts either by sending electronic mails or accessing and using data stored on a computer. Now, it also makes provisions for child pornographic offenses with punishment of imprisonment for a term of 10 years or a fine of not less than 20 million naira or both, depending on the nature of the offense and the act carried out by the accused person. Now, offenses include producing, procuring, distributing, or possessing child pornographic materials, amongst others. Now, it forbids the distribution of racist and xenophobic material to the public through a computer system or network, like through your social media handles. As well, it also prohibits the use of threats of violence and insulting statements to persons based on race, 
religion, color, descent, or national ethnic origins. Now, persons found guilty are liable to conviction on imprisonment for a term of not less than five years to a fine not less than 10 million naira or both. Now, this act also provides other legislations against cyber stalking, cyber bullying, cyber squatting. It also mandates internet service providers to keep all traffic data and subscriber information confidential, amongst many others. Now, we have to stop here because of time and where you can get the Cyber Crime Act probably browse it out to get more information concerning this uh that'll be all for now uh let's go over to the news segment what's trending eager to find out then stay tuned Twitter, the Twitter account of Jeff Bezos, Apple, Elon Musk, Bill Gates, Kanye West, Matt Bloomberg, Joe Biden, Barack Obama, and other prominent handles were hacked. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> now, Twitter said it believes it to be a coordinated attack on some of its employees with access to the company's internal tools. Similar messages were sent via the Twitter handles of the world's richest and most powerful people. Now, the content of the messages were similar because uh, it stated that bitcoins should be sent to a particular link and it should be doubled. Now, the link was the same on all the handles, like the handle of all the victims. Now, this shows just how vulnerable anyone can be to cyber criminals. There's cyber haste everywhere. Men, people need money. People are after it. Bad, bad. So, it's important that you protect your social and business handles properly. But this can only go a long way. Because majority of the perpetrators are internet service providers. Or even just computer gurus. Like people who know what they're doing. Also, the scam running through the cryptocurrency trading platform is massive. Fake links everywhere. People want to make money, but the problem of hackers is just increasing. Well, we hope the best will come out of this. God help us. However, on another one, Nigerians have been banned from applying school and jobs in Dubai after the arrest of Hush Puppy and others. Like, why do we all have to suffer for the sin of one person? It's crazy. Like, Nigerians are very, very smart. And wherever we go, we always have things. Like, we always make our mark. Just that sometimes it's positive and other times it's negative. Sad. Now, over to the next one. Hush Puppy hires a top Chicago lawyer. 
who accused the U.S. of kidnapping by the FBI from Dubai. Now, Gal Pizetsky, his lawyer, claimed that the United Arab Emirates, that's Dubai, has no extradition treaty with the United States. Now, the U.S. spokesman for the Department of Justice claimed that he was expelled from Dubai and not extradicted. His lawyer, however, not convinced, stated that he should have been expelled back to Nigeria. Upon the arrest of Hush Puppy by Dubai police, they recovered $40 million in cash. <laughs> My goodness, 13 luxury cars worth $6.8 million, 21 computers, 47 smartphones, and the addresses of nearly 2 million alleged victims. Man, that's huge. <laughs> also, it's reported that there was a transnational network of cyber criminals whose targets included a U.S. law firm, a foreign bank, and an English Premier League football club. Man, transnational network of cyber criminals. Did you hear that? <laughs> Man, this is crazy. There needs to be legislations from country to country, like across internationals for cyber crimes there needs to be legislations seriously okay over to another one the first bitcoin atm successfully launched in nigeria the first it was launched by block steel btm at daisy lounge and bar in aja lagos now it converts Bitcoin to Naira and Naira to Bitcoin. That kind of transaction does. Now that's very very nice. So I think that will be all of the news. I hope it was intriguing. Alright, so that's a wrap. Thank God for the success of this episode and special thanks to you all for tuning in. Also thanks to my colleagues, both senior and fellow colleagues of Ambrose Ali University Edo State and other educational institutions in Nigeria. Thanks also to my family and friends for their support. Very many thanks to you again. Yes, you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for tuning in and check us again next week. Stay safe, maintain social distance, perfect in light. Thanks a lot. Cyber crimes and laws in Nigeria, uploaded by Sam Ogunleri, Babcock University Research Project. Also, the Nigeria Cyber Crime Act 2015, and uh, Wikipedia, of course, for a lot of information. So, in case you want to make research or